We had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. I hope that it can occur in a, a civil way, and I, 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 I mean civil in a special way, I, peaceful. The biggest question, in, maybe in economics and politics of the coming decade, will be what to do with all these useless people. I just see the need for such a dialogue, and I see the need for action. I see the need for a great reset. We are three years, 10 months, and 28 days into 14 days to flatten the curve. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Ned. How are you, Mr. Wizard? I'm fine. Sort of. Bloody cold. Yeah, it is. Very, cold. very cold. You guys aren't burying enough trees. <laughs> yeah, but apparently it's one and a half degrees hotter. We've reached it. We've reached the damning climate hack limit, and it's the warmest January ever, apparently. Wankers. They really know how to ruin a nice cold January, don't they? Absolutely, they do. Yeah. Yeah. Shame it's a, it's a bit more rainy down here than I'd like it to be. I'd like lots of snow, more snow down there. They all got it up north, but, you know. We can't win them all, can we? All right. Into the topic. You Why wanted not? to. You said you Why wanted not? to cover it. Yeah, well, you, you're going to need more time than what you had last Equity. week. Equity. Equity. Yeah. I want that's the what same the, outcome as every other rich bastard. Okay. Well, that, well, that's kind of what I was talking about in the uh, the, the airline <laughs> thing before we started. Yeah. What we ended on yesterday. <laughs> yeah, but we're not included in that. No, we're not included in that. We don't we don't have missing extremities or, or total blindness. No. We might need some glasses, but you know, both of us wear glasses, but you know, we don't qualify because we're not blind. Yeah. To be an air traffic controller, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, stand on the runway. Think about how packs. efficient that's going to be. <laughs> yeah. You know, somebody's yeah. working the control tower that has total deafness. Think about how efficient that's going to be. That's great. What? Sorry? What? Yeah? Can't you see that? No, I'm blind. You're deaf. <laughs> yeah, just put him on runway three over there. Oh, it's stacked up? Oh, it's okay. Just put him over there anyway. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's been a strange old week. Strange old week. I did warn you last week that I'm going to bore you with another vaccine history. Yeah, but this is but not a COVID later. vaccine. This is not a COVID vaccine. No, 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 no. No, the last, the last one was yeah. It's just basically trying to tell people that uh, they're creating one after another, and if you follow the timelines, it's like, hey, dummy, what can we hit you with next? But yeah, and we and we do do it. But what, what were they pushing through this uh, online safety act in the UK? Because it went through the House of Lords, didn't it? I didn't know that it went through the House of Lords, no. Yeah, it's gone through the House of Lords. I didn't know it passed uh, House of Commons. Yeah, Commons into the Lords, and it was awaiting the King's official approval. So, now we have an official offence, I suppose. Publication of false information. The false communication offence. A person commits an offence if a person sends a message. Their message conveys information that the person knows is false. At the same time of sending it, the person intending the message or information in it to cause 
non-trivial psychological or physical harm to a likely audience. I'd like to know what they mean by this message is causing physical harm to a likely audience. And the person has no reasonable excuse for sending the message. That is one tied up, not that that paragraph. So you need an excuse to send a message now? You need a reasonable excuse to send something? Oh, no, Johnny, if I thought you were a miserable bastard, I'll tell you. Well, yeah, but you need a reasonable. Yeah, you need a reasonable reason to tell me that, though, right? Well, apparently, but who who says what is reasonable? Well, that, uh, that's a good point. Yeah, but that's going to cause me physical harm by your words. You see that? Well, only if I throw it at the message at you in a ball of paper. Well, there you go. Yeah, that could that could hurt somebody. That could poke somebody's eye out. Maybe you can get a job at the FAA. I feel, all right, I'm going to stop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, there's exemptions from the fence under that was section one seven nine. And then, then you look into it and you go, exemption from offence under section 179. So you look at section 180 and it says, the exemption includes a recognised news publisher cannot commit an offence under section 179. A recognised news publisher cannot, cannot what? Send a message of false information. That's what it just said. Yes. An offence under Section 179 cannot be committed by a holder of a licence under the Broadcasting Act of 1990 and 1996 in connection with anything done under the authority of the licence. Holders of multiplex licence providers of on-demand programme service. All of it, They've just given carte blanche to the media, basically, and the individual can get prosecuted. And that is nasty. That is one nasty piece. Of and that's that's passed the House of Commons. I think that should speak for itself, the fact that it passed the House of Commons. And the Lords. It, it's passed the House of Lords, or it's in there now. No, it's waiting for the King's approval. Oh, goodness. <laughs> okay, so th this is about to go into law in the UK. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I don't do think Charlie can. Do the people Charlie know. Do the people realize what's coming? I don't think <laughs> so. Just, I, well, how many? I mean, uh, how? Like, we didn't catch that. We didn't catch that, and we try to stay on top of what goes through Westminster. I'm sorry, mate, but I did. Did you, well, you know, I mean, from the beginning, like, there's usually like a first reading, a second reading, and all that mm. stuff, right? We didn't catch any of that. At least I didn't, or, or did you? Well, it usually has its first read, and then it goes into the House of Lords, and they usually throw it back saying, right. no, nah, we don't agree no, you with can't this. can't do that, yeah. yeah. No, this has gone bounce, bounce. Hey, Charlie, <laughs> what about this? Oh, wow. Okay, so this is – basically, they're doing what the, the Irish are doing. Oh, they're having a nightmare over there. The farmers they in are. Ireland are having a nightmare as well. Yeah. Well, they're under the same yeah. EU restrictions. Yeah. So I, I did and see cows and everything else that goes. Yeah, with I it. did see that the uh, the Scottish farmers and the Welsh farmers are getting getting up in arms about something too in the UK. I'm assuming that the English, you know, you, the British, you know, you guys, British farmers, you're going to be going crazy about something here pretty soon. I think. I don't know what it's about. Hey, but they're going to do it everywhere. They're going to do it everywhere. Every, we're just going to kick everybody off our island that we don't like eventually. Can we start with Westminster? <laughs> we start in there. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean, finish what somebody tried to start once? That, and I think we can go to the BBC after that, I think. So basically, under the guise of protecting children from grooming and abuse, and of course they threw in terrorism, this has come out. The US have got Kids Online Safety, um, a safety act or something. something. Kids Online Safety, the US are going through it with that title. The EU has got Digital Services Act. Uh, 4th of February, the House of Lords heard and passed it. Oh, by the way, there's something really weird in it, actually. Because if you look further into it, although they've given 
um, this sort of exemption to media outlets like platforms, obviously what the government are going to use or whatever. If something comes out on Google and somebody sees it in the public and acts on it or whatever and it's wrong, they can go back and get the Google platform or the podcast platform or whatever else, not the individual. So it's yeah, so called, it, they call it they call it transfer of responsibility. So it becomes the provider that has to be responsible for managing the whatever the individual yeah, on, does. Yeah, what the individual does. Yeah, they call it. So transfer basically, they're going after they're going after people like us. Is what you're is what, that's what you're saying? Yeah, they're going after people like us, and they're letting the media have carte blanche because they're not the sort of people that would tell false lies. Well, no, of course not. You've got Miss Miss Spring over there at BBC. She's going to tell you all about the uh, you know the verification process. Yeah, and why do people hate? Why me? do people hate her? Why, Ned, Ned? Why do you hate her? What's wrong with you? Tune in to Radio Four, I don't know and you can hear you can hear her podcast on Radio Four. I will really do not want to listen to that misery, not at all. Uh, oof. Um, talking about abusing the system, and hey, will this come under? Hang on, will this come under grooming and abuse of children? U Uni of Warwick, they had a, a economics summit, yeah, and on the second day, which was the third of February, they had a Zoom call from somebody. Who do you think it was? Uh, Klaus Schwab? No, but you're not that far off. Yeah, another head of an organization. Uh, Ted Ross of the WHO. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it had to be one of the two, yeah. Ted Ross. Adanan Gebreyesus. <laughs> best not oh. to even try. <laughs> Shall we just call him the terrorist? Anyway, he called on the, the students, right, to counter the lies that are undermining the pandemic agreement on social media. What the hell? Are, what right has he got to go into the education system and do that? He laid it on really thick as well, I'll tell you. Um, it was all about, you know, that global diatribe that he comes out with. I mean, all the frightening words, trying to force a situation, use in students. That is grooming. That is grooming. I'm sorry, but he's guilty. Yeah, yeah. He needs to be taken to court for that under the rules. He needs he needs to be really taken off. Under the Online Safety Act, he did it through Zoom. He should be taken out. That bloke is just one nightmare. He was just elected to another term, though. Of what? The head of the WHO. Well, with a bit of luck, there'll be a lot less people in it soon. Well, let's hope so, yeah. Like, oh, I don't know, none? <laughs> yeah, like, no. And if you think about it, if a country signs up for the changes that they want to push through on the international health regs or... The pandemic treaty it is just a sure sign that your government does not write your policies anymore. Any country that stays associated with the WHO means you don't write your own policies. Now you're just told your government is being told what to do. It's ended it. There's not, not nothing, yeah. nothing especially, different at all. Especially with the uh, the uh, the pandemic accord that's still on the on the table, by the way. A pandemic treaty or accord yeah. or whatever yeah. else they want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they'll change it to something else once there's there's pushback to it. Um, oh, God. Legislation Canada. The Parliament has waived any decision on the made legislation because what they, what they were trying to push through were um, people with um, mental health problems could be assisted in death in Canada. Now, get me right, yeah, that their College of Physicians or whatever a year or so ago or during this last um, few years of troubles said that anybody that doesn't take the vaccine should be classified as a mental health problem. <laughs> so they were trying yeah. to push this legislation through 
right? Uh-huh. And it hasn't gone through. Gee, I wonder why. So, so guess what they, 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 their answer is? Their answer is, we've wavered our decision for three years until we can get the correct people trained. <laughs> so they're going to brainwash these people over three years and then get them in there so they'll just push anyone through. That is just mad, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but I'm not surprised. Not in the least. Oh, uh, no. But yeah, Canister's still pushing that. There's, there are tens of thousands of people that have been through that program, you know. There are yeah. loads of them. There yeah. are just loads of them. I did um, see that they put a stop to the uh, the euthanization thing. Like there was, or there was something they did to that, um, or or maybe they made it easier. They they made it easier to get yourself euthanized in Canada. Oh yeah, you can. Here's what yeah. it is. It, 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 well, no, I, I think it was. Yeah, it was. It was something else. I I saw that, or maybe it was uh, a woman that had like severe depression or something did it, and they allowed it. Well, you take se- severe depression, yeah. This is what it is. Do you would you say if somebody's depressed, they've got a mental health problem? Absolutely, they need help, and that's yeah, but that's not the help. answer. Yeah, that's not the answer. <laughs> Made is the answer. Ask yeah, him. Right. <laughs> of course, yeah. I did have a clip of Freeland, but I think it's on a different matter. Now that's uh, a person with men- mental health a person, problems. Yeah, there's a person with a mental. You see, mental health problem. Yeah, that's it. I do have a clip of her saying something. I don't. Uh, no, this is about uh, how they're going to divert $143 million to uh, Toronto to house asylum seekers. So it's, it's on a different topic. Never mind. Asylum seekers. Yeah. People that cross the border illegally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The European Society of um, Cardiology Stroke Heart Failure, on the 14th of January, they published an article because they decided and it was agreed to, they found 28 cases of... Um, myocarditis or whatever they found 28 should we say uncertain deaths which they decided to they were allowed to do autopsies on all of them the findings in the cases of fatal COVID-19 vaccine induced myocarditis in all 28 when they published that uh, it's just amazing all 28 that's a 100% record <laughs> and that's autopsies now and they got them obviously people are starting to say uh, can I get it checked out but whether it's Falling on deaf ears because there's no political will. No political will. Finest bastards. Here's an interesting one from America. North uh, Northwestern Uni in Illinois. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. That's a town there. Construction of microflyers. Microflyers. Yeah. Apparently, these were funded Korean scientists. Basically... It's it's like a flying microchip about the size oh, I've of a seen grain of sand. Yeah, I saw I saw these about um uh what was it? about ten, fifteen years ago, but they were they were a little bit larger. You could still see them on your uh, like on the tip of your finger. But I know where you're going with this, and I believe that Mr. Gates was involved in something involving this about ten years ago. I could be mistaken, but these, I'm, these I don't think that I am. Tiny little things. Yeah. They don't have, um, they sort of act like those sort of, you know, those little seeds that come out of the trees and things like that. And yeah, little spores. They yeah. go with wind currents and things like that. Woof, tiny, tiny. But now, where would you put those sort of things? I ain't got a clue. But there you go. Somebody put it out there. Oh, we've managed to, managed to get this right. So I don't know. It's getting a bit crazy. The world's getting madder and madder. But wherever you look at the moment, it's all this uh, pushing of. Digital safety and everything else. Yeah, well, they got to move somewhere. Yeah, they've they've got to move somewhere. So it's digital. Yeah, whatever. We have to make the internet a safe everything. space. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's the history of mankind? The more um, you conflict. push in one direction, <laughs> the more you push in one direction, the more pushback you get eventually. 
you get a darker side to everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's just mad. But now I am going to really bore the people to death because I haven't managed to find much to chuckle about this week. And this is my part too. Um, right. I'm going to start in the UK because it's nice because getting information out. According to Cancer Research UK, cervical cancer is the second most common cancer in women under the age of 35. But unlike most cancers, cervical cancer is caused by a virus passed on during sexual activity. Now, the numbers they put out in this country were about, they put, put out there, they said there's 2,900 women diagnosed with cervical cancer each year. They reckon in 2011, which was a bad year, 1,000 women died of cervical cancer. It's thought that up to 400 lives a year could be saved by protecting girls against infection. Now, remember that, people. You've heard this line before. So many people could be saved per year, right? So let's talk about that 400 lives that could be saved, yeah? Could be, not will be, right? So this all comes down to HPV, the human papillomavirus. This is before they become um, sexually active. They want to vaccinate the girls. Um, right. In 2008, introduced into the National Immunization Program in this country, girls aged 12 to 13 years of age, there were three injections over 12 months. This was the GlaxoSmithKline product called Cervarix. For some reason, four years later, Gardasil replaced Cervarix, yeah? Because it said it added an extra protection against genital warts, right? Are you sure it added no. protection or it could have been a, um, a side effect of <laughs> just, I'm just asking. Well, don't get, no, no, don't get me wrong, Johnny. For those people out there that, I mean, they, they, they say HPV, it's a vaccine. Right, HPV virus... There's hundreds of them in us. There are hundreds of them. So there's all these little strains of HPV within our body, yeah? When you start messing with things, you can mess things up. When you start targeting just these specific parts of it. But either way, we'll get to that later. In 2014, doses given were reduced from three to two. The second being given between six and 12 months after the first, right? And then, funny enough... Europe, we we had uh, Cervarix in 2008. The year before that, in 2007, Europe took up the GlaxoSmithKline Cervarix. Now, whenever you see an HPV vaccine, it might have a set of numbers after it, yeah? Because there's hundreds of the virus strains. 16 and 18 are classified as the high-risk ones, which give up to 70% problem. So that's what they target, yeah, apparently. So... You don't have to take my word for it. If you find any uh, knowledgeable doctor that's willing to talk or a nurse practitioner, they'll tell you just about the same as me. But they'll also tell you if they know everything. We all get HPV and our bodies work it out over a period of two years and whatever else, like most of these things. These have been around for a long time and they have not been a problem. Well, until somebody says there is. Now, Gardasil. In 2006, Merck created Gardasil. And that was hitting four strains. Then it created another one that was hitting about nine strains a few years later. Lately, Innovax has come on board. You know who is Innovax is? No, is that a new one? I've not heard Innovax of that. Innovax is, nah, is a company name, right? And uh, I don't know how to pronounce this. It's C-E-C-O-L-I-N, Cisolin. And that hits, that hits, that, that just targets 16 and 18, yeah? Those two high-risk ones, right? And then you look into who Innovax is, then you find out Xiamen, Innovax Biotech, and the parent company of that is Beijing Wantai Biological Pharmaceutical Company, China. 
China. And where, uh, yeah, and where are they targeting the low and middle income countries, right? Not uh, us. Yeah, then. not us. But it's going to be. There. It's going to be the third world. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The who? That wonderful nightmarish bunch of gits. They want ninety percent of girls vaccinated by the age of fifteen by twenty thirty. That's There's another that one of their again. agendas. Is that year again? Did you know? And this is something I totally bloody disagree with. That if the WHO gives pre-qualification to a vaccine, now this is the WHO, it allows a vaccine to, to enter the global public the global public vaccine market. This allows this 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 right needs to be stopped. Since when should the WHO have that much power to allow it onto the global market? Um, since they just took it and they didn't ask, just added it to another amendment. Sure. Right. So this vaccine's been around for a while, yeah. Feedback. Any fallout? Oh, yeah. There are some class action lawsuits in America. And this started against Merck in September 2022. Claims of autoimmune neurological disorders. That started in September 2022. By January 2023, those couple of cases had already increased to 60. They're expecting more. So I don't know what the numbers are now, because that's another year on, right? It was put forward that... Basically, obviously, a vaccine proposed by the state, stroke government, to prevent a sexually transmitted disease, which could possi possibly result in cervical ca uh, result in cervical cancer, right? So a transmitted disease that could possibly, doesn't say it does. It doesn't say HPV does result in cervical cancer, yeah? So this vaccine is against something that might. Then they ask the question, where's the evidence that the vaccine actually works to prevent cancer? That is one of the questions that's been put forward. And then... You go down and you get some of the um, uh, case evidence that people are presenting that it, when they've had the first shot, they've had headaches, fatigue, respiratory problems. Second shot, the event get even more acute. They've had cardiac issues, some of them, paralysis. Some of the children's ended up with disablements, severe fatigue, severe headaches, right? And it's really weird because you've got, when you it gets presented to uh, the CDC, they seem to answer a specific question. So you have to pose the specific question to get an answer. And to this one, they said there are so few variables, adverse reports, that they couldn't establish a correlation. So they sidestepped that. But these cases are ongoing. Other events, March 2023, another lawsuit was out. And basically, this was starting to talk about premature ovarian failure and infertility. And also that there's evidence that the vaccine may increase the chance of cervical cancer. And wouldn't you know it. Well, yeah, wouldn't make, you guess? Make but, you more susceptible. Yeah, of course. Uh, and we're, we're, of course, we're not going to tell the public about that, especially the people that have already taken it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what gets me is, right, in this country, yeah, I mean, okay, I'll start in a different Like most countries like all over the world, a sexually transmitted disease takes how many people uh two last i checked right okay so why are they targeting half of them so they can give it to the other half <laughs> so you've got all these young boys running around yeah i mean hpv is known to cause genital warts, possible genital warts it's also can cause cancer in the boys uh, organs as well and everything else yeah so why in this country you get when it goes into the system you get it free so if a boy wanted to get vaccinated in this country, he'd have to pay for it. 
Okay. Uh, or, or, or can he just be with someone that's had it and then get it that way? Be vaccinated that way? It's going to cause. It's not entitled to a free vaccine. It's free vaccines for girls on the NHS. Interesting. Oh, so this. Okay, so it's an NHS thing. All right. So hang on. Are you telling me this wasn't deliberately targeted? Well, that's my half point. The population. Yeah, that's yeah, my point. Exactly. Yeah. There's a little bit of suspect proof there, right? But no. Now, also. In Japan, in 2013, do you know they outlawed the HPV vaccine because of the damage it was causing to I young did, girls? I did mean? hear that, yeah. Yeah, I did hear that yeah. they pulled it. But eight years later, they reintroduced it during COVID. Now, I wonder if there's been a bit of lobbying going on there. Could possibly be. And also, also it was uh, the perfect opportunity to reintroduce it because, well, we were getting vaccines to everybody, weren't we? Everybody's getting vaccine scared about pandemics yeah. and everything yeah. So, hey, I mean, you here for your COVID shot? Well, you can get you got you got a daughter. You can get the pre HPV vaccine while you're here too. Yeah, if you're a boy, which you cash. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, um, you haven't had a vaccine for it, and you're probably going to transmit whatever anyway. So just share it around. So it starts to become a farce because obviously this isn't as scary as what you think. Because if it was scary, everybody would be getting it, correct? So it correct, makes it yeah. it's yeah. getting so suspect, isn't it? So we're becoming more and more aware of these vaccine damages, yeah? Vaccines are supposedly okay. And this is the problem. It's like we become very aware with the with the gobshites like Fauci and the rest of them and say, well, we're aware that it's producing antibodies. Well, yeah, and that doesn't mean a dog shit. That doesn't mean nothing. So if you've got a virus that's mutating it's creating antibodies for a specific strain of a virus and it's just gonna cause possible problems later on we've been through that it's all bad science but gardasil was never tested for mutagenic carcinogenic properties or any effects on fertility don't you think that, that is, should be the, the like the starting point that they should check for because they're messing because with the, a certain yeah, area exa yeah? exactly yeah sexual organs reproductive yeah wouldn't you think so so in 2020 a study in the uk raised doubts highlighting the fact that gardasil has never been proven to prevent cervical cancer or any type of cancer so, so why are we do then why are we giving it because that's the whole premise of marketing the damn thing in the first place uh-huh so you flip it and you give it well we've got to find some well what does my public health data in the uk say oh they support the conclusion that gardasil may actually increase the rate of cervical cancer because after the introduction of hpv vaccine in britain cervical cancer rates among young women aged between 25 and 29 increased by 54 percent is that all <laughs> itch yeah I, so, i'm sure you'd probably get an itch down there if you had a side effect of what whatever so was going on there once yeah. again people posed a question to the cdc and they answered because they will answer but you have to ask them and studies found, even by the CDC, that suppressing certain HPV strains, which they do, they actually hit certain strains, mutagenic changes in the virus can lead to cancer. So even the CDC said that, right? So, and then I thought, well, I don't know. I'll check on my cousins down in Australia, see what they're up to, because they like to keep records of whatever. So, because Gardasil's been down there for 13 years, so you've got a good run of it. So, basically, um, Australia, yeah, it's been running for 13 years. Public records show increased cervical cancer. Lots. This is a lot of fucking money. 25 to 29 years, it's up by 16% cancer. 
and 30 to 34 years is up by 30%. But they did put a nice note on the end of it. They didn't just stop at that age group. They actually put older women who don't take the vaccine, the cervical cancers have been decreasing for those that that. don't take it. Imagine that. Funny that, isn't it? And that's why I went into it. So you have a look around and thought, okay, we're all hitting the same age group, age group. Then get to Australia and went, age group, age group, oh, and that age group. So you've got at least three. So the older age group, the older demographic is basically that's your control group. Yeah. So I'm giving it interesting. Well done. Nice bit of information. Right. Before Gardasil, yeah, before that was created, there was no HPV public health emergency in the US where it was kicked off. Yeah. But the propaganda machine rolled out because I had to look into this, right? You paid lobbyists, yeah? And actually between 2012 and 2018, Merck funneled 92 million to the Maryland Department of Health, promoting Gardasil in schools, public schools. How wrong is that? Uh, that's, that's um, I don't even think malpractice is the right word here. So, unethical. There's so many labels you know, we can stick on that. So, 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 you've got these cases coming up against them, yeah? And these blase bastards, yeah, in their defense. So far in court, their first line of defense in court, yeah, said, um, what was what's the National Childhood Vaccine Act of 1986 in America? It covers them even for defective design. And then here's the, here's the slope shouldering thing. They also came out with, well, the obligation is on the doctors to warn about the risks of Gardasil. So the government are covering the pharmaceuticals' asses because they said it's okay to use it. And the other thing is, once it's out there, it's up to the doctors to warn everybody, even if it's a piece of shit. I mean, it's just, uh, that's horrible. Well, and it, uh, the worst part is, it's still, scan- like, all of this is out. Like, this is, this is these are provable studies you're talking about and provable cases, uh, documented yeah. cases. It's still happening. Like, it hasn't been pulled. No, no, no. These cases, these cases are still going on. It's yeah. the court. Yeah, yeah. That's my point. Yeah. Is, is, and like, there's this probably is more of them by now. But then, but then I think, uh, then I thought, well, okay, this is still going on. Right, Merck, let's have a look at your history. Yeah. Before Gardasil. And I just wanted to go back. And I, I tell you what, I got back because I wondered, well, what was going on? So Merck made a drug called Viox. It was a painkiller, right? And it, they published it to say it was fewer gastrointestinal problems than other painkillers. And that's how they put it out there, yeah? Now, the FDA approves after 5,400 subjects tested in eight studies. But the thing was, you look at these tests... And once again, they look for a specific data. Where were they testing? They were testing the digestive system and down through your intestinal problems, see whatever else, yeah? So they were looking at specific areas, yeah? And all of a sudden, by May 1999, it was available for prescription. But then it became apparent that Vioxx caused heart attacks and strokes, right? But hey, it's a painkiller. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's okay. a painkiller. So, okay. They've looked at, yeah, this is all right. It's it's not causing as much gastrointestinal problems, right? So, right, they've looked for the specific area, but they haven't put everything out there. So studies in November of that year, 1999, 79 patients out of 4,000 taking Vioxx had serious heart attack problems or just died. It sounds almost like the COVID vaccine. At this point, right, Merck were told to create an analysis plan and investigate create one of their own right but not pull the drug um, just wait a second no not until well when do you want to know you want to know when it was pulled yeah okay 
Merck withdraws no, my question. from the market. No, no, at that time, no, they're not they told to pull it. it. Okay. September 2004, they pulled the drug. Wow. Five years on. Yeah. After an, after an external study shows the drug raises the risk of heart attacks after 18 months. By this time, it's estimated 20 million plus Americans have taken this f***ing thing. Several medical journals showed results of heart attacks and death relating to this. But this is this is really gets me. So then all of a sudden, it gets pulled from the market, yeah? So what happens? Texas takes up liability cases. Yep. Yeah, in 2005, do. August, right? May 2006, more research. External to Merck. Right, so Merck hasn't hasn't really done anything, yeah. Right, then they they do an analysis of the data sent to the FDA about Fiox, and it clearly showed cardiovascular risks shortly after taking the drug. So the FDA's had this information. FDA stay quiet. Merck disagrees because he refers to the previous report, stating, "Oh, they must have had to take eighteen months of it for eighteen months before it became a problem." So this previous external report. They're using. So why are they using it? All they can do is be playing for time. Now, why would they be playing for time? Suddenly, in November 2007, yeah, the next year, Merck announces it will pay the millions to settle the thousands of lawsuits over Viox. We're just going to pay up. Yeah, they're just, they'll just pay out. They do that in all those lawsuits. Once they get caught, yeah, 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 they yeah. pay out. Well, why? But why? Well, they do the payouts to avoid the uh, the, li the rest of the liability cases that would ensue. So yeah, it's hush money. That, in May 2006, that external report that they clearly showed cardiovascular risks, yeah, and Merck disagreed because it wasn't 18 months. The following month in June 2006, Merck got fast-tracking approval for Gardasil. So they needed to bury the bad press so they before the next up, product. Yeah. Coughed up, buried it, Gardasil. Yeah. They're doing the same f***ing thing again. Yeah. They created the HPV thing out of nowhere. And how far has that gone across the world? I think it's... And the who? And the who says everybody, every girl in the world must f***ing have it? Why? When sexual transmitted diseases go across the whole human race, this causes problems in boys as well? Well, if you... You know, if you're going to do it at their level of madness, it actually doesn't cause a problem whatsoever. If you do it at that level of... Or the, at their level of madness, it keeps them relevant, and they can continue to push more and more drugs. And it's, it's about money. It's obvious it's about money. You look at the timeline, you look at where it is. Yeah, it is about... Uh, it's just madness. And where's the people? These are your kids. I mean... The, the this the, the the signs that when somebody says HPV, it's not one viral strain. There's hundreds of them connected. It look, it's been with us, and it's with us, and it's going to stay with us. They're creating problems. They're creating harm with another vaccine, and they already have. They just create things, create harm, and they think they can just write it off with cash. They follow these timelines, so they've made their cash, and they'll have a slush fund to pay people off. Because you're worth only so much money. To your point there about paying people off, that is not that is not something that they will do in all cases. They only do that in special cases, uh, case in point like what you're talking about. The vaccine manufacturers in the United States have something called liability protection. Are you aware of that? 
Well, from the government, yeah. Yeah, they cannot be sued. So yeah. if something goes wrong, and this is this is something that was passed in the 80s, I believe it was under the Reagan administration. The, uh, the, manu- okay. the vaccine manufacturers, yeah, the vaccine manufacturers actually went up on Capitol Hill and said, um, we need you to give us liability protection because if you don't, then we're going to go out of business because we're going to be sued into oblivion. And that's- They need to go out of business. Yeah, that's how you they got- You got my product, did Our product is shit. Yes. We should be entitled to sell it. Well, yes, but not only that, but you should be given protection from the state for when it all goes wrong. Yeah. And then they just push the next one. Yeah, and if we can get rid of the liability protection- I think that would the problem would be self fixing, you know, self correcting, if you will. In my opinion, I was just, oh, what was it? I was trying to find the date. Nineteen eighty six, National Childhood Vaccine Act of nineteen eighty six. That's what they quoted that gives them protection. Because once it's put into the immunization program by the government, they're covered. Oh, there is something interesting I did find out. This is what, by the is way, very be- strange. Before you move on, that's actually that's why they're trying to add the COVID nineteen vaccine for up to, I think, 15-year-olds to the child school vaccination, what is it, the, like the um, the list, you know, that they, the, mm. the, the vaccines that kids have to have before they go into the public The immunization schools. program yeah. for children, yeah. Yeah. So it's they're trying to add that to it because once they do, then that falls under the protection of what you're talking about. And everybody will just roll up. Yep. Because children can take an endless amount of vaccines. Yeah. Interesting. Do you know anybody who's got celiac? Um, No. I don't. Because uh, I was just looking to it and I went, and there's this reference because it, obviously, you see, what annoys me at the moment, there's people out there saying virology is a fucking no science. It's, it's shit. It's whatever. No. Virology is a very interesting science as such because it tells you about the natural occurrences of viruses that the lesser pathogens we go through and contact in childhood to help us against later ones in life. You cannot afford to lose virology and let it get taken over by genetics or genetic therapies, yeah? Because that's what seems to be done. And one of the things was, right, celiac. In Denmark and Sweden, they discovered that people with celiac do not respond to some vaccines, especially hepatitis B. They gave a celiac, they gave celiac, people with the celiac disease, three shots of the hepatitis B vaccine, didn't do a damn thing. No immunology, nothing. So if you and this is interesting, I I like to look into it. It just it just I'm giving it. Wow! If that's the case, did anybody as an individual that has been vaccinated one way or another that is celiac and you're out there, have you ever been asked? No, I don't believe so. Well, isn't that the job of the medical profession? I mean, no matter what happens, we are individual. Our makeup is individual, no matter what. You can have certain genetic traits. Otherwise, we'd look the same, we'd be the same, we'd have the same build, the same height. We'd do what, no matter what else. We'd, we'd have reactions to all the same things. We are ever so slightly different, yeah? So when you talk about medication, vaccines, or whatever, each case should be independently looked at. Otherwise, that's a failure of duty of care. It's just bloody obvious. And the only thing... That stops that is the money sign. That's it. Nothing else. Care gets put to the side depending on how much cash is available. Nothing else. So, yeah. It sounds a bit gloomy, that, doesn't it, really? But it's truth. It's an obvious truth. It's a scary truth. And we've got to be careful because if your country, every country in the West will have an immunization program for your kids. But you've got to question everything. 
you now have to question everything for your kids. That HPV is of sons and daughters, because this HPV is one of the biggest lies out there. RSV has become more prevalent. Why? The millennia, it seems, from the 90s, where you had proper virologists that used to go around the third world with live vaccines and do stuff and check viral loads and everything else properly and how they worked with people. At the turn of the millennia, it has got so out of hand with all this synthesized and man-made stuff. It's like they fired off. Well, I think they fired off on all fronts, don't you, Johnny? Money, yes. banks, yep. vaccines, are, I, everything. I have, I have been saying for how many years now, well, since the start of COVID, I, I'll, I'll just throw that out. To use a poker analogy, it's all in. The chips are down and they're all in. A baseball analogy, it's two outs, bottom of the ninth, and it, the full count is is in, and they're swinging for the fences. Oh yeah, it's before and after it's, COVID. It's un, yeah, and it's it's unrestricted. They will they will push on all fronts now. Mm, yeah, it's pretty mean, isn't it? Something like that. Yeah. But hey, I'm, I'm trying to not to swear. <laughs> yes, if, uh, you've you've got more bleeps this week than Marty has, so you're doing good. No. Oh yeah. Well, no, that's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair. Is that because that's is that? <laughs> no, I, there must be something wrong with Marty. Has he got a peanut lodge somewhere? <laughs> I was waiting for the peanut comment, and I'm sure he is too. No, he was actually he was complaining because the weather was just so terrible. It's kind of like what you were talking about. Oh, I know Cause he, why. Because he wants he, to play with his welder. Yeah, that's right. He he said, "Well, I I need I need to do all these things outside," and but he he didn't actually say wet. welding. Yeah, he he says no. He but he could get a lot of indoor work done. He said so. What like put a lock on the fire, put his feet up. That is work, work. yeah. (laughs) That is work. Possibly cook something as well. Oh, you got about ten minutes. No, I, I, I'm, I'm just, I, I just tried to keep it. Okay. I I tried to keep it down and not go into it in too much depth. But um, yeah, it's, it's just chronic out there. I mean, it, it just makes me laugh how the, the simple points that they've attacked and the propagandas just pushed it out there and it's strategically. Waited. I mean, the way they did the painkiller, just moved it and moved it along strategically and then went, well, we're going to settle here now. Yeah, right, whatever. Because they'd already got the next one ready to come out. And then they pushed the propaganda wagon, created a, a, an HPV emergency. And once you do something in like America, I mean, you look at history. Yeah? Is this what you call karma? Out of Europe, right? Europe has been the usual dark ages, filthy, dirty, smelly, festering, disease-ridden, haters of whatever place. If they wanted to get rid of family, brethren, or whatever, shipped them somewhere else in the world, yeah? And now... That's how we got Australia. In in, in America, you create these bloody vaccines and they all come our way. So it's payback time, is it? Well, no, not not really. Not from the actual people like myself, but you know, it's just it's those evil bastards that are in there pushing. Oh well it was only the, it was only as people at a certain level and everything that made the laws that shipped everybody out of Europe. Well that's true, yeah. No, it's a, yeah, well it's always been a tier structure, isn't it? Always has been. Yeah. It's usually the, I mean, a lot of in fact, they did a lot of favors to a lot of people in some respects where they sent them to Australia, sent them to America and everything. Cause some of them made it. Yeah. Some of them made uh, it. The Aussies stuff. did. The Aussies did well, I thought. Yeah. So yeah, they, no, they, did, they did well. I think in that respect. Yeah. But, uh, no. Except for, except for, um, uh, what was it? Um, 
uh, Air Vice Marshal uh, Tracy Smart that I was showing you in prep. <laughs> I think there's an exception to that one. Uh, it's, I wouldn't say exceptional, but exception, definitely. Uh, look, it's... Oh, man. You just made me think of a, a comedies. Oh, there used to be um, a couple of comedy sketches in this country that were really a bit very strange. Oh, something gentleman, I think. Martin would know it. And, yeah, that's the sort of thing that that reminds me of. They are just putting people... Very strange people in very powerful places. And it's just really, 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 it doesn't make sense. It does not make sense whatsoever. Well, I do have one update. We can kind of end on this if you like. Uh, I did say that it was it was taking some time for the uh, the UK farmers to get moving, but uh, they've seized the port of Dover this evening and blockaded it. Are they really? They have, yes. Oh, under what pretext? I'm assuming this has something to do with uh, solidarity uh, with the French. Could well, I? I don't know. I don't have any idea. Oh, because um, what's the name spoke up about that the other day? What's his name? Our um, our, our, our private school boy, come farmer, come roadster, come carve. Oh, Clarkson, Jeremy Clarkson, yeah. Clarkson, yeah, because he, he he didn't. Mr. Lamborghini he actually combine spoke harvester, up, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He spoke up on the side of the French, and they loved him for it. Yeah, he's, he's, he, he was giving solidarity to the okay. French. He said, you'll oh. never heard this before from an Englishman, but yeah. So, well, uh, he's obviously feeling the bite, isn't he? Yeah, well, I'll tell you, all of the uh, all the European farmers are going to feel the bite on all of it because they're going to hit. It, it doesn't matter that, that you left the EU, which you didn't actually leave. I'll still, I still maintain that. Um, but they're going to hit you guys with the same. It doesn't matter because this is a Tell me that Agenda 2030 or the UN Sustainable Development Goals, or uh, the Great Reset of Klaus Schwab, or whatever, tell me that that is relegated to a country, whether you're in or out of the European Union. It's not. So doesn't they're going where you are. It doesn't matter where, exactly. It doesn't matter where you are. They're going to hit you the same, whether you're in New Zealand, Australia, Canada, the United States, any part of Central and South America, wherever. It doesn't matter. They're going to hit everybody with the same. Yeah, doesn't matter where you are. That's why that three-headed hydra needs to be killed. The UN, the WF, and the because as long as as long as those stru- as long as that that structure is in place, the world's not gonna get better. The world is not gonna get better. Um, I tell you, I did have a question for you because I haven't managed to have a look, but there has been. I mean, no matter. Um, one of your boys went over to talk to Putin this week, didn't he? Tucker Carlson. Tucker yes, I saw, Carlson. I saw snippets of the interview, and quite frankly, Mr. Carlson needs to. I'm, you know, he wants to go there and interview the guy. Go ahead, fine, but he needs to go back and do some study. And Putin wiped the floor with him. Probably, in my I mean, opinion, the guy's been yeah. around for a very long time. Yeah. Hey, Putin knows how to play the game. You know, he, he well, yeah, 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 yeah. He clean, but, clean but it would have been off. interesting to see. Did it, what, what I would rather, what I wanted to do was, did he give? Um, did he get a uh, carte blanche range to go around and film stuff in Russia or not? No, no, he was just in no, Moscow. A, no, he was he's sent just around. In he, got all the, he got all the um, all the uh, the state media outlets. They were all giving him glowing coverage, and he got taken to all the propaganda shows at the theaters and everything. It just it, just the same as if you were taken to Beijing, right? Or like the uh, the Who when they were taken to Wuhan, they were put up in a five star resort and they were given numbers of what was going on during COVID rather than actually going around and poking around for themselves. So no, he was only he was only allowed to be in Moscow. He wasn't allowed to go anywhere else. So and he had minders with him. So well, that is a bit of a telling thing when that happens, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah, welcome. No restrictions. Off you go. 
That's the only way. To Very do it. few, even even so, e- even so, even since the demise of the Soviet Union, that actually doesn't that that doesn't happen. When you go into Russia and you get cleared by the FSB, then you're still not allowed in. Like foreigners are not allowed into the Russian interior. You're still not. You've never been able to go in there. Interesting. I mean, yeah. I never went there because I was in the forces, and it was a no-no. Oh yeah, I don't think you'd be given the finest of accommodations, and I don't think I would be either. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, but um, yeah, fascinating. Shame that. But yeah, well, it all tells a story and then you just have to work your way through it. Indeed. But I would just want to see what the fallout from that is. Yeah. Well, I guess we will go ahead and uh, and wrap up. Do you have any final words before you get away or have you said it all? Um, you can never say enough. People, it's all, if you, if you want a future, the kids are the future, check it out. Please, the pharmaceuticals, as you see, are saying the obligation is on the doctor to warn you. Personally, I'd say the obligation is on the parent or the adult to ask and do our research. Our responsibility is our children. They're wonderful things. And we just, you always want to see them grow. And that's it. Simple as that. But uh, yeah, best of luck, everybody. We've got to really put our common sense under all this. And don't be frightened to say no. It's your right. It's your right. If you are frightened to say no, just say f*** them. Just let, just, just no. Because what's, what, what, what price by just going with it? Do, do you not necessarily pay, but your kids pay? Sorry about the beep, Johnny. That point. Uh, no, I think you're referring to beeps, the pluralistic form of, <laughs> of beep. You know, we're not talking singular tonight. We're talking plurality here. Oh, well, you know, should I? Oh, well, never mind. Yeah, that's all right. So we will go ahead and call this. It's an expletive. Yes, of course it is. Yes. For those of you who are interested in supporting us, we would appreciate it if you would consider becoming one of our paid subscribers and or contributing a small donation to us. The link will be in the program description down below if you enjoy the content that you are hearing. Thank you very much. That'll do it for us for today. It's been an absolute pleasure, my friend. I will see you next week. Thank you for being here today. Thank you to all of the listeners. God bless everyone and have a great evening. Good night, all.